probably going to be a smaller community call today because a lot of people are at NFT NYC and are actually hanging out in person, including actually, Sean, I thought you might not be on. Um, I thought you might not be on because I think you and Kames and Hot Mike just got breakfast. We did. We did. I did. We all just left. I think that uh, they're both Kames and Hot Mike are both on the subway. Um, I think they're going to jump on in like 10 minutes or 15 minutes when we get to their destination. Cool. cool. Nice PFP. Thank you. <laughs> the new one. Way better than Homer Simpson. Pretty cool. Yeah, what, is, there a story, is, is there a story behind that PFP? I think that Homer Simpson... Uh, well, sorry. I'll, I'll, I think that Homer Simpson was a popular articulation of me in crypto six months ago. A buffoon slowly fading into the bushes. Um, but now that I'm six months in and I, I feel like I understand myself better, um, I think this is a better personification of the loitering gorilla. So uh, <laughs> that's where it came I like from. it. Very nice. Um, uh, oops, I saw, I saw that someone stole your patch. That was really sad. Yeah, it happens, I guess. Happened in Denver, too. Gotta just accept it. We gotta get you another one. It's okay. I'm just gonna be smarter and secure them next time. It was on there pretty good, but I'm gonna have to use, like, multiple safety pins or something and just lock it down. That'll be the trick. Yeah. Is what it is. I still had a good time. Everybody got their apps. That's good. Add it. Take to it. Um, okay. Well, we can probably jump in. We have, we have a, a decent amount of stuff to talk about, kind of a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, so the agenda is in the announcements channel. Um, but yeah, before I actually jump into the agenda, I always like to ask just if anyone had anything they want to add to it. If there's anything we're missing or things that people want to bring up. We can we can talk about we can add the that we the, uh, that I told you about the bounty for uh, territories for optimism. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about that. Um, we'll bring that up. What's this number three on your lawyer? Oh, it's like a custom lawyer. Does that what is what's the significance of the three? Okay. Anyways, I'm just asking that question in the chat. Um, okay. Well, I guess we already talked about the first thing pool together three years. Um, so yeah, a lot to celebrate there. I think the biggest thing to celebrate, and I say this a lot, is the easiest thing to take for granted, but the most important thing is the security of the protocol. <laughs> pool together has never been um, hacked. No one's ever lost their money. And that is so important and um, actually very uncommon, as we all know, in the, in the DeFi space. Yeah, knock on wood. But you know, Knock on wood to some degree, but it's also, it's not, it's not by accident. It's because the community has always prioritized, um, you know, good development practices, but also, um, you know, stable yield sources, uh, stable asset types that are supported. Um, yeah, Brendan takes it, takes it very, very seriously. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think it's just, that's, that's honestly one of the things, you know, looking back on the last three years of the crypto space, there's been a lot of things that have sort of come and gone. And um, um, I'm really proud that uh, that Pool Together has really stuck to its vision of helping people become more financially healthy. 
and not sort of succumb to some of the distractions and um and more importantly again never having been um hacked etc and that's that's uh yeah again it's something that is easy to take for granted but it's uh it's really important so just an encouragement i guess to for us to keep keep that in the forefront of our heads but yeah um anyone else want to say anything three years there's a lot i mean there's, there's definitely a lot we could say i think um a lot of it was said unfortunately not everyone could be there but we 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 had the um the the pooley party here in new york city so we got to talk about it a lot but anyone else want to add anything before on, on the three-year three-year anniversary i mean i'm super grateful for what the team has built um for the community that the team has managed to gather around them and for how far this community um has come um it's a very special place where basically everyone can speak up their thoughts without being wound down, um, which I find very, very interesting. Um, I love the discourse we have on Discord and the Governance Forum. Um, and I think it's very, very healthy um, how people are to each other in this community. So I'm very, very grateful for that and happy anniversary to you, the team and the whole community. Happy anniversary to all the poolers. Yes. Any other, uh, any other, anyone else want to share anything else? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll say a few words. I mean, from my perspective, uh, I kind of joined the DAO, what, would be a year and a bit ago now, maybe a year, uh, 18 months ago or whatever. Um, Pull Together, to me, has always been fairly consistent in what it's uh, set out to do. You've seen a lot of a lot of communities like come and go, um, like get a lot of growth really quickly, and then kind of peter out and not really go anywhere. Um, but pull together has been pretty much the opposite of that. I think uh, the community growth that we've seen, especially in the last uh, uh, the last months, has been pretty incredible. So, yeah, pretty always uh, maintaining uh, consistency in the vision has helped us a lot, and and you know like uh, driving forward and pushing forward. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's well, it's attracted a really good crew of people. I think you know the people who are attracted to this type of protocol are are, are great people. So yeah, totally. Not too many DJs here. I mean, speaking for myself, I'm a bit I'm a bit DJN, but uh, <laughs> Jen, like everybody's uh, everybody's kind of like on the same path and and gets what pulled together is trying to do. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Anyone want to add? Um, well, on a somewhat related note, we had the Pooley Mint Party at NFT NYC this past Tuesday. So some of you on the call were able to be there. It was a super special time. The ones who were not there, we definitely really, really missed you. Um, but it was just a really cool time to um, to be able to really... Uh, the the success of the mint and how special that mint was both from you know from a, uh, how successful it was both from a perspective of of somebody um of somebody um you know the, the <laughs> sorry got distracted for a little bit someone's trying to buzz into my apartment but how successful it was both from the financial perspective of 
of um, the sales, but also from the community perspective of just so many people coming out to support the protocol and support the company. So anyways, it was really special time. Um, I'm going to post a link here. If anyone wants to check out, there was a professional photographer there and uh, they took some photos. So there's some really, really great photos. And um, yeah, thanks for, thanks for everyone who was on the call who did come out. And for those who were not able to make it, we, we definitely missed you. Um, okay, next up, community advocate nomination. Now, <clears throat> Dr. CPU, I don't know if Dr. CPU is on here, the call right now. But, um, well, for, first off, let me say this. What is a community advocate? So a community advocate is a role that we've had in the Pool Together community for a while. And it's a, it's a status that doesn't have any official responsibilities attached to it, but it's a sort of a way of designating someone who has done a lot in the past. So it's not really about what someone's gonna do in the future. It's not like there's no compensation associated with it. It's just a way of designating people who, are, um, who, who have proven themselves over a long period of time to be dedicated to the, the protocol in the community. And one of those people is Dr. CPU. And um, for those of you guys who aren't aware, he, he is, hangs out more in the developer channels and the governance channels, but Dr. CPU has been around um, for a while. I think Oops said, yeah, since February, 2021. So over about a year and a half. And he has been instrumental in building a lot of the things that, um, the tools that we use in terms of, um, in terms of, um, the, the tools we use, like the like the Pool Explorer and like the uh, the Pooly Bot, even though um, Under the Sea built those, but they come from Dr. CPU's data. He's also just been instrumental in um, giving a lot of inform a lot of like informed mathematical based decision making to the protocol, and um, and he's also been instrumental, I believe, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but in this uh, optimism deployment too. So. He is a, um, or actually, I don't know why I've been saying he. We don't know who they, their, their gender. They are a, um, are a, uh, yeah, a, a super valued, valued part of this community, people who have contributed, someone who's contributed a ton and wanted to sort of officially, officially recognize that. So Dr. CPU, I don't know if you're listening. I don't think you are actually. I don't think that Dr. CPU is normally on these calls, but definitely just wanted to give a shout out. Um, so, yeah, anyone else want to add anything on Dr. CPU? Tiak, I know you wrote that. I don't know if you want to say anything about it. I mean, I left my, I left my words on the governance form already, but um, I think it's well overdue. Um, Dr. CPU has always had Pooh Together and the Pooh Together community um, on their mind um, in the first place. And as I say, most of the decisions um, governance took over, at least over the time I've been here, um, wouldn't have been possible without um, the data Dr. CPU um, supplied and all the questions Dr. CPU asked um, when things were brought forward. And I think um, that's very valuable. And um, Dr. CPU, yeah, without Dr. CPU, put together wouldn't function as it does currently. So yeah, for sure. check the governance form out. If you don't want to say anything now, leave a few words on there. I think that's nice too. Um, and get your vote out. I'll open the stage for others if you want to say something.
Yeah, I think the only thing I want to add is just like, um, yeah, I would I would encourage people to uh, hop on the governance forum and uh, say thank you or, or, or if there's anything specific you're appreciated from their work to recognize it. Because I do think, um, yeah, it's just it's super meaningful. Um, and this is a chance we have to, to thank someone who's, who's done a lot in the community. So, um, they're better than queer. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna. That's that's the uh, I just posted the link. That's the um... Gustavo selling a car. We got a lot going on today. Okay, so Dr. CPU. Um, next up, this is a little bit more of an update. The Ave V3 Yield Source Audit report has been posted. So that means the audit was already completed. It means the mitigations were already completed, and the report was posted today. So if you're a technically minded person, read through that. If you're not a technically minded person, the most important thing to know is that it was an audit for um, for Aave V3 yield source, which is a necessary audit to have before deploying to Optimism and, and Arbitrum. Um, new prize tiering is set to go live next week. So uh, we've talked about that a couple weeks, but there's, um, yeah, a new prize tiers that have been set up at the, um, yeah, there's new prize tiers have been set up and those are set to go live. Uh, next week, and then um, uh, yeah, I guess that's that's pretty much it. Is there anything anyone from Treasury want to say anything about the new price tiering? I think I think it's been talked about before. We probably don't need to talk about it again. Um, so new price tiering live, um, and then optimism. There's been a lot going on with optimism to get that rolled out. Um, Um, sorry, sorry, Tiar. I got. Could you, could you, uh, could you, <laughs> could you take over for a second? I have to handle the situation real quick. Yeah, no worries. So um, I've just posted the new price tiering in the chat once again, and um, for everyone who wants to review it, um, I think very cool is that we have the same grant price across all networks. Um, put together, will be on, and then um, prices optimized. Um, to the depositors and gas costs of each chain. And I think that's very cool to have. Um, depositors can now basically make reasonable decisions or informed decisions where they put their money um, or where they, where they put their funds. Um, and in my opinion, that's a big level up to before. Um, now you can actually say why you should join which chain um, that's a big plus, and I especially love the memeable optimism prices um, that have been put on there. So, if um, you want to, oh, late in your bag. Yes, sorry, had a, had a had a little household emergency, but um, not nothing bad. But um, yeah, no, sorry. Did did you, did you talk about the OP incentives too? Um, not yet. I've just went going on about why the new price tiering is great. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, the other thing on the optimism, just to highlight that was really exciting, is that there's going to be um, uh, extra incentives for users to pool together on optimism provided by, provided by optimism, the OP token incentives. And so there's sort of a loose plan on how to use those. And so if you have an opinion or thought on how to best distribute those to best drive sustainable growth for the protocol, um, take a look at that GovForum post and, uh, and go ahead and comment on it. Um, 
Yeah, this is actually a great question on the Uni V2. Okay, yeah, sorry, TRK, you, you got it. I actually don't know, though, TRK, have you been keeping up with that? I haven't read that conversation lately. Um, so, um, where is uh, that? Wave New DeFi um, wanted to join us as far as I'm informed to talk about a little treasury working group update. Um, they made an analysis about inflows and outflows of the treasury. Um, did little non-stable coin um, asset management, and they're talking about the V2 um, Uniswap incentives and the people rewards. Um, I will um, send out a DM um, and see if okay. it's still happening today. Um, if you want to take over from here again. Okay. Good update. So I guess um, to answer your question, though. Um, Denise Del Toro. <laughs> uh, yeah, check out that governance forum post. If you have an opinion on it, post it there. And it sounds like the Treasury Working Group is working on a, um, a, more, detailed, a more detailed response. Um, but I, the TLDR is that there hasn't been a vote yet, so it's still under discussion. So check, check out that governance post. Um, all right, so then the next thing is uh, just a, another update is um, the several community members have been working on an Arbitrum deployment. So after we get Optimism out on mainnet, which is hopefully happening here very soon, um, getting an Arbitrum deployment out uh, to start taking advantage of uh, the sort of increased activity that's happened over there in anticipation of an Arbitrum token. So that's the uh, that's the uh, another another really exciting thing and something that another thing that under the sea and I think Doctor CPU and a few others have been spearheading and definitely really thankful for seeing that happen. Yeah, um, on that note, I'll um, do a little plug. We started a little Arbitrum Explorer group. Um, Arbitrum is doing their Arbitrum Odyssey right now, which is eight weeks of exploring their ecosystem. And um, we got together with a group of poolers to do those quests together um, to make sure no one is messing it up, to make sure we all have, the, have all the information. And um, because it's just more fun and easier to do it together in a group. So for everyone who wants to explore Arbitrum, um, or for everyone who's newer to DeFi, um, join the thread and we'll help you get along. Um, yeah, and, and uh, Tiago, do you also want to talk about, because the last thing here is this, um, uh, this agenda topic, Tally. Yes, so um, the DAO is, is growing and it's always hard to, hard to keep up with everything that's happening. So um, to make it easier to get your agenda points on the community call, um, we created a little form, or I created a little form that you can fill out at any time um, to submit items for the community call agenda. So. Um, no matter if you're a community member, if you're if you're in a in a working group in a team, um, or are just working on something for the protocol yourself, feel free to use this form um, and submit your agenda items. That make it easier for us all. I think um, sometimes stuff get gets missed, and hopefully this will help um, to talk about everything the community wants to talk about. Awesome. Yeah. So we'd love to get more people submitting things that they want to have talked about. Um, 
yeah, hot mic. You can stop DMing TR. Just just put it put it in there. Um, okay, Sean, do you want to talk about the uh, the territories bounty that you had mentioned? Uh, sure. So um, the territories bounty is up. Uh, I think the most important thing is to, for people to realize is that um, essentially what we had, what we had decided in, as part of the uh, the marketing group and our optimism launch is that we wanted to create a campaign that can drive uh, a lot of incremental users that are that are interested in pool together um, and that may have deposited before in our optimism uh, to come and deposit. And so we wanted to run through a full uh, a full creative process, and we were going to try a grand and we we're trying a grand experiment of engaging the entire community to help us work through this. So there's a post on the uh, on the governance forum that talks about the uh, that talks about uh, what the creative process is and goes into a little bit more detail on what a territory is. Uh, and there's also a description of what a territory is in the bounty itself. But essentially, what we are looking for are really high-level ideas that are based in an insight. So the example that I gave is like, if you were to say, look, um, Tom, should the insight be, like, and so you can read through the optimism brief that's on the, uh, the governance post that, to talk about different territories. But, um, but like, if we were to say, look, Tom Shoes created the one-to-one -one movement, so let's bring the one-to-one -one movement to optimism with pool together, uh, and we'll take 50% of all the yield we get, and every month we'll give it away to a new... Uh, a new, a new, a new community-based charity organization, uh, and then we'll build a bunch of of marketing communications around that. That would be a territory, and there's no bad territories. And territories shouldn't be uh, limited by the realm of the possible. Meaning that, like right now, it's pie in the sky. Just think about what the coolest thing to do is, and it's really just brainstorming and having fun. And then once we go through and we'll call all the territories that we get down into you know we'll merge them together we'll play a little bit and we'll, we'll generally get like two to three that we'll think are best and then we'll we'll build those into actual campaigns uh that we can that we can launch to support our uh to support to support the optimism uh, launch that we're super excited about so the most important thing now we had started conversation and then we had nft nyc a bit started conversation about a community brainstorm and shark i think we should do that for next week we'll, we'll we'll chat and try to get that going but like feel free to work together work work on your own the more uh the more territories we get the better and there's no such thing as a bad idea right now bad ideas can lead to good ideas and sometimes bad ideas are good ideas so uh, so yeah if you have questions about it let me know but um i would love to keep i don't know i, I don't know if I guess Kames isn't, isn't here, and or Tim's here, but I don't know how many people, have, if anyone's responded to it yet. But um, super excited to see what we can come up with. And just because you're not a creative person doesn't mean you don't have creative ideas. Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, and so again, that that's all around this optimism rollout and how do we um, roll that out effectively and, and, and do a lot of good marketing on it. And on that note, one other thing I just wanted to highlight that's very exciting is that um, this week, uh, Coinbase rolled out direct uh, USDC withdrawals to Polygon. So that is like a really big deal. Um, definitely something for people who are working on marketing and growth to keep in mind, because that means that um, for the first time ever, Coinbase users can just to withdraw USDC straight to Polygon. They can skip Ethereum. They don't have to worry about bridging. They don't have to worry about gas fees. Obviously, they still have the small gas fees, but um, it's a huge, it's a huge, huge unlock. And 
my assumption is alongside that, they're going to be rolling out direct withdrawals, USDC withdrawals to um, Optimism as well, because they already support the Optimism network. So, so I definitely assume that's coming. Um, and they are also um, working on a, uh, a basically an app store within the Coinbase um, consumer app to make it easier for people to access uh, DeFi protocols. And so it looks like Pool Together is going to be included in that as well. So those are sort of just FYIs, but those are actually really, really big things. Um, and yeah, it, I mean, it makes it, it makes like a 10x difference in terms of how easy it is for someone to access um, the protocol. If they can just, you know, go to the Coinbase account, instantly convert fiat to USDC, um, you know, pay, pay one penny to withdraw that to Polygon and then deposit. So we'll definitely want to be doing some... Um, some more marketing educational stuff around that, I think. But uh, that just happened. Those are all just announced like the last 48 hours. So those are things that I'm personally super excited about. And I just want to sort of highlight for the, uh, for the community. Um, any questions on any of the stuff we've just been talking about? Just reading the chat real quick. <laughs> MK. No, yeah, I think Livestar, I think that's the best way. And I think it's I think it's definitely just gonna get better too. But um maybe maybe oops had some other ideas though. Um <clears throat> okay, so those are most of the important announcements. Governance, we've already talked about a lot of these things. Um there's a lot that you could um read about if you want to hop on there, but I think we already talked about the important ones. Um we have a new a new uh community podcast from Hot Mike was with hazard from rook um hot mike i don't know do you want to give us a little a little plug for that podcast if you're if you're on right now i think i saw you're on i'm just curious a little curious about it maybe you can't talk though hot mike welcome welcome cool what am i talking about I was just asking if you wanted to give a little plug on the most recent podcast in terms of sort of who it is and what the content was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that. I can do that. Uh, yeah, I'm on Juno Maximalist right now. Also, I'm trying to get them to use the multi-delegator and reward police and stuff. So on Juno for life, uh, coming to you live from Bedford Nostrand train station. Um, wait, what did you want me to do again? Oh, podcast, podcast. Yeah. So, hey, I talked to Hazard from Rook, which used to be Keeper Dow, I was playing poker at East Denver and there was this dude just destroying people. And I was like, hey, how can we be besties? Because I want to know how to destroy people. And uh, it's Matt from Keeper Dow and he hooked it up with the podcast. So Rook is a way to battle MEV. You basically get your own MEV bots to get you, at least from how I understand it, you get the maximum value for your trades. It works for stuff like $1,000 or more in your coins. It's a really cool platform and Hazard's brilliant. And you should check out their jobs. They pay really well. Oh, sorry, I'm not trying to say don't leave pool together. You have to say pool together. But also they pay like <laughs> really well for, for so anyway, uh, I'm just pumped about it. And Hazard's brilliant. Hazard needs to do like you know, he's got one of those voices like Brendan. Well, that was a good summary. I think we just lost him at the end. But um, no, no, that was it. I did, oh. like, I did, did like a. Oh, that was, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, 
no, yeah, I would just encourage if you haven't checked out the community podcast, um, Hot Mike does a really good job getting interesting guests and asking interesting questions. And um, I'm sure that will be another one of them. So check that out. Um, but I think that's about it. So yeah, anything else people want to everybody add? Get your distribute your coordinate. Do we still have time to do that? We get a lot of people who don't do coordinate. So distribute. Yeah, give that, that give. Um, an idea about that. Maybe we just move back the allocation time or the circle time two hours later, because at time of community call, a lot of people are actually on Discord and here, and we can remind them. So maybe we just move it up to two yes. hours after the call, and that yes. could fix a lot of things. And hey, uh, speaking of coordinate, uh, can can I get some retweets on the podcast today? Can we can we see that? Even, you don't even have to listen to it if you don't want to, but why not? But also, let's <laughs> let's see some. Let's have a retweet competition. Let's see if we can get the most retweets. Tim, use slash shiftify and post the link. Um, then everyone okay, okay, can I'll... then everyone nice. can retweet from Discord. Should I do slash... it in this community call right here? Wherever you want. Let's put together okay. content. <laughs> content. <laughs> put together content should always be posted everywhere. By the way, I, I still haven't gotten the towels yet. What's up, pilot shortage? I need my towels, my pool towels. Yeah, we do need those pool pool towels. Um, yeah, good stuff. Um, anyone else? Any other topics to bring up, things to talk about? Questions, concerns. I know I am. <clears throat> I said this in the governor's chat, but I'm just very excited for the optimism deployment. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys saw, but the Harmony Bridge was hacked yesterday, which is like the fourth or fifth um, hack that's happened in in uh, of bridges that's happened in the last six months, and all of those hacks have been like a hundred million dollars or more. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it just really, you know, bridges were popular because they were easy ways to get between blockchains, but they're just fundamentally pretty insecure. And um, that's why, uh, you know, focusing more on, on you, the, the, the bridge, the, actually the bridge polygon is more secure by design than, than what um, um, Harmony was using. But that's why focusing on like these layer twos, like Optimism and Arbitrum, makes a lot of sense because they have better uh, better security guarantees. So, um, yeah, I also saw that. Oops, luckily we're not using Namecheap, but um, yeah, I was I was keeping track of that as well. Um, all right. sounds like Brendan might be able to come up and give a quick update on the prize oh. pool network stuff. Yo, championship update. Championship belt with the, with the oat campaign. Can I give that real quick? Oh, yes. Yes, please do. Okay, this is, this, there's been some distance here. There is a clear winner. I'm going to call it right now because we're not, even, we're not even close anymore. Bab has distributed 20 oats. 
20. Uh, that is the most. Uh, wow. I'm, I think I got second place with 15 and with 14, Gustavo with 12, and Sean with five. Those, them's the, the rankings. But with this competition, I think we've distributed like double the amount of POAPs this time. What'd you say? I feel like somebody yelled for pizza. Oh, I, I did hear something. I think I thought it was just the background of your of your conversation. Oh, under the sea, under the sea. That says that was me. That's the first time I heard under the sea talk. So I guess we got um, a championship belt and a pizza pizza party. Well, congrats. Uh, yeah, congrats, Bab. Explain quickly what. Do you want to just explain quickly what the championship belt competition was for the people who don't know what it is? Uh, okay, yeah, fine. So we are at NFT NYC, and we distributed these oats. And they're like POAPs, but they're, they're oats. They're like official attendance tokens. They're little NFTs. And, uh, and we, we, we wanted to see if we could up the distribution game. And so the achievement was to pass out. Each one of us got our own oat to pass out to people. And we were competing to see who can get the most amount of oats distributed. Now, actually, um, it's, it's like, how many oats can we just, this is a circle. This is what the oat looks like, but it's a circle. How many oats can be distributed? And the claimers of the oats get $100 just uh, deposited and pulled together. So that's the official. So Bab didn't officially win yet. We need to check the deposits and see who actually deposited and pulled together and claimed their oat as the as a proof of attendance at Pull Together NFT NYC. How'd I do? You did great. Love it. Now you just get to get, now you just get to get Leighton and Brendan. Why had they haven't distributed any oats? <laughs> I don't, I don't even think I have an oat to distribute. You do. That's okay. That's all right. You got your, you know, way to, way to go, Sean, calling people out like that. I was just trying to be positive. How do how do I how do I how do I access it? I remember Sean, you I'll, gave me I scanned your thing, but I don't think I. Okay, you uh, gave me mine to give out. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you, Leighton. I mean, I'll send you a link, but you have to, you know, technically you can't just give the link out. You got to meet people in person and have them scan your QR code. I was surprised people scanned the QR code. I thought they were they they might think I was trying to rug them. Yeah, honestly, they probably should have. <laughs> they had better security practices. Oh, here we go. I got it. Yeah, I Anne got. I said Anne was in there. Anne got like third place, I think. Hey, Kames, welcome. Oh, it's Kames here. Hey, what's going on, guys? We're uh, sort of uh, kind of wrapping. We're not wrapping up, but we're we're over the official announcements, so we're just sort of chatting at this point. Cool. Yeah, just yeah, a casual, ca casual third anniversary of Pooh together. Nothing big. Oh, is that today? It is. Today is today. Happy anniversary, Kames. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I'm just, I just checked in, so I figured, you know, anything I could catch, I'd, I'd catch. All good. Um, no, I think the only thing was potentially Brendan was going to give us an update on the prize pool network, but I don't know if he's up here. Or available yet? He said he was hopping off a call, so he might not be available yet. 
That's the same um, thing um, Brave New DeFi told me. So are they on a call? Not that <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> Possible. Uh, I'll just quickly share the links um, in the chat from the Treasury Working Group. And um, I believe we talk about it next week. But keep an eye on those and vote and voice your thoughts or questions before they go to chain. I had a question for uh, yourself, actually, Leighton. Uh, you just released the OP incentives for Optimism rollout uh, governance post uh, talking about 450,000 OP uh, that could be used for TWAB rewards. Is that, um, th are we kind of bound uh, to use that in the way that uh, you had an agreement with Optimism or can we use that in any way we kind of desire? How, how does that work exactly? Well, it's a little bit of both. I mean, I, I, what is outlined in there is, is what I proposed and that was based on what I had, I had submitted um, in the governance uh, I had posted originally in the governance discord here um, back in May and then I had, and then I had submitted it to them now. So that's what I proposed. So that's sort of the current plan. That's the current plan. Um, now I think they, I don't think they actually care that much. Like I think they just want, you know, to, to drive growth. And so I think if, if we as a community were like, Hey, actually we decided we changed our minds. We think a better way to distribute it would be this way. I don't think that would actually create any problems. So a little bit of both that like what I, what I wrote up is the current plan, but I think there's flexibility to change it. I might look, uh, I don't know, I might look kind of like we're going back on uh, um, our word, though. If we do change, um, you know, it might, it might just look a bit bad from our DAO's perspective if we decide to all of a sudden change uh, on the previous agreement. But I understand what you're saying. It's like they only care about the growth, so they're not really interested how we use it as long as we use it to drive growth to, the, uh, to optimism itself. Right. And we can certainly like, you know, we could, we can like, if, if we come up with another, some alternative idea, I can go back to them and say, Hey, we want to adjust our proposal to be this and, and make sure it's okay. So we don't, we, we, you know, we don't want to rug them obviously, but yeah, if you have, well, if you have ideas about how can you we can, get some, you, can we get some rewards for multi-delegator? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. yeah. I mean, if you have ideas on how, how we would structure that or how we would use it for sure. Yeah, so, I'm yeah. just thinking it might be better just to use, to think about smarter about how we use the tokens because it's a bit of a fun opportunity, right? We want to make sure we get the most out of it. So, um, yeah, I think it's there's maybe some value in looking at using it for different things rather than just boosting the APR on deposits on optimism, which is probably fine. But I think there's uh, there's more opportunity than just doing that. I think that's kind of um, you know, it's kind of boring. I think that's what either Doctor CP or Lunger had said. It's great for uh, that whole APR headline figure, but right. uh, ultimately it's kind of like once it's done, it's done, you know? Right. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's a lot of creative places to explore. We could do something where it's, you know, every new wallet or like you could say any wallet that use pool together on Ethereum and tries pool together on optimism gets like a, you know, certain amount of an airdrop to claim or something like that. Now, of course, on the flip side, doing those things potentially increases the complexity, increases, um, yeah, increases the work involved, but I would definitely encourage people to explore some of those creative ideas and how we could best use um, a lot a lot of optimism tokens to distribute and drive growth. And um, yeah, posting those ideas, I think, on that governance post would be the best place.
going to grab the link to that real quick. Oh, it looks like MK, you already did post something. Yeah, basically along the lines of what I just said, I think. Nice. <laughs> That's my kind of sentiment on it anyway. I mean, I think, uh, like I said, I think uh, just boosting APRs thing, but I uh, just want people to think maybe more about using the tokens in a, a more efficient way for different things, more exciting things. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I think I think the, the APR is nice. It's nice because it's like simple, it's easy. It's, you know, it's easy to, we already have the technology there to implement it, all that. Um, but... Um, yeah, sorry, I'm just reading Hot Mike's comments and trying to understand what he's what he's suggesting. I'm not sure, but um, the the OP token is governance, right? Yes. Everybody thinks like money, money, money all the time. Think about power. You know, not just well, governance, but I believe it might be tied to um, the oh, what do you what do, what do the optimism call their their version of uh, validators? I can't remember, but something to do with actual. You know, security of the network. There'll be token will be involved there as well. Oh, sequence. yeah. I mean, sequencer, I say, oh, yeah, the sequencer. Thanks, under the sequencer. The synthesizer sequencer. Yeah. The, the the thing I would say is for the for these tokens specifically, they are they're giving them to us specifically to um, drive growth for the protocol. Like that's that's why. Um, I do think if we if we as a community said like, hey, we're really interested in having a role in governing, they probably would be interested in. Um, delegating to us, I don't think I don't think giving us, but delegating a, a meaningful amount. But um, but I do think the context of this of this grant is around the specific context of it is around um, yeah, how do we how do we uh, grow the growth growth of the of our protocol, which is obviously growth of the uh, of the of the network, the optimism network. <laughs> I just typed it, but I'm easier to just that. We have to link this to our optimism marketing. Like it's it's a direct incentive to try to drive growth. And pull together. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Which one is more important than ever for everyone to put their bounties in the optimism bounty? Yeah, good stuff. Definitely something to to dive into. I've just got the message that Brave New DeFi is here now. Um, there are so many people on the call that I'm having trouble finding them. That hey, want to join us on stage? Welcome. Sorry, sorry, I'm late. Um, yeah. I got tied Thanks. up on another call. Thanks for joining. No worries. Yeah. So. Just a quick treasury update. I'm sure that you kind of just gave a review of some of the things in the announcements, but um, a couple things that are on the forum. So there's uh, an updated post on treasury asset management, specifically non-stablecoin assets. Uh, there is a little outline and another um, poll that people can participate in. So um, this is just asking, do you support sending the proposed assets uh, to the Treasury Working Group for them to manage the sale process? 
the thought here is that because we're essentially converting dust um, to either uh, ether or stables, it's would be easier for us to handle that on the treasury multi-sig and then send them back to governance. Otherwise, it would be uh, two PTIPs to execute that directly on chain. Um, and then with the, the time delay, it might be a, a bit of an issue. So definitely comment on that and participate in that poll. That one's really important. And then the other one is uh, the RFC for renewing the pool ETH LP rewards for people who are providing liquidity in UNIV2 for pool and ETH, which is important. And then uh, a recommendation to discontinue people rewards. Um, so... People have shared some thoughts here. There is a poll here as well. Um, important to participate in this because this will go on chain. Uh, the time frame for existing rewards is dwindling. So getting a renewal up here is, is definitely important. And then on a higher level, one of our you know most important initiatives is to do a really comprehensive review of treasury inflows and outflows with a strong emphasis on there aren't really any inflows. So looking at our spending, trying to plan out uh, how to prioritize expenses and where to look at where we could potentially be saving on expenses. And then just acknowledge that we're likely in, um, you know, maybe a, a year or more long bear market. And so we should definitely evaluate how much runway we have and evaluate some of the assets and what are the top priorities for spending. And then, you know, different things there. Just trying to be really um, proactive in, in how we're looking at uh, funds and how we're looking at expenses. So that's um, top level. So there's been a lot of work on that this week as well. But yeah, happy to take um, any questions. Uh, I'll look in the text channel right now too. Um, but yeah, if anybody has any questions about this, happy to answer that or any comments in general, um, happy to hear them. Hey everyone, Brennan here. Hey Brave, thanks for that uh, rundown. Um, I have mostly followed the uh, Treasury Assets Management uh, post on liquidating those assets. You mentioned dust. Could you could just quickly uh, uh, enumerate what kind of sizes are we talking about? So we have here in in this little comment where the forum post is, is that, uh, there's roughly at this time less than 20K. Um, in assets. Uh, the difference is, is that we have a variety of assets and they all need to go through approvals and then swaps and everything. So we can do it on chain. Uh, it'll just be more, a little bit more complicated. And with that in the treasury, which anybody can look at the assets in the treasury um, at info.pooltogether.com. And you can see how much there is um, in total at, at this moment in time where prices are. Um, but yeah, so the thought is there to remove some of the complexity of having two P-tips to, to execute things on chain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 20K is pretty negligible. So um, that sounds, sounds pretty reasonable. Um, the other thing that you mentioned, which I'm very excited about, and um, it really makes me think Treasury Working Group is more like just a you know, financial team for Pull Together, uh, is the accounting, the basic accounting for profit and loss. And I think it makes a ton of sense to have access to that data. So I'm excited to hear that you guys are working on that um, in terms of, you know, the inflows and outflows of tokens to the protocol. Um, it would also be really great if you guys have time for this to see a breakdown of cost per pool. Um, I know that there was uh, some chatter about shutting down the avalanche pool and to see the actual um, um, kind of net 
profit from it or loss would be really helpful, um, including the operation costs of the uh, uh, the relayers and the VRF and just basically everything. Um, so within that, if that's within the scope, I think that would be really helpful. Um, we actually, at the event, the fantastic event on Tuesday, the Pooley event, which I'm sure some of you uh, um, um, know about, or all of you know about, I know some of you have been there, were there, um, I got to meet Sarfang. Um, his name's George, really nice guy from uh, Delphi. And he's the fellow that built our Dune Analytics dashboard. And um, what would be cool is from your report, if you come up with uh, uh, or find all the different uh, things that we need to measure, that we could reach out to Sarfang to put together a Dune Analytics dashboard so that we can have real-time accounting. Because <coughs> um, it would be very helpful for us to be able to have this report uh, constantly updated. Um, so that could be a good collaboration point there. So. Um, you know, I'm excited to see the results from that brave so that we can potentially automate it so that we can actually have uh, more insight into our, uh, uh, costs and, uh, revenue. So yeah, excited for that brave long story short, excited for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we can definitely look at operational expenses. I think one of the initial things we were going to look at is just, um, you know, things going in and out of the treasury based on P tips and everything, but we can definitely add operational expenses or um, divide the priorities from community-based spending and operational expenses for the protocol. Uh, I do think that uh, having a Dune dashboard to track this in, in real time would be very helpful. Um, my one experience I would say with Dune dashboards is that you almost need to have an agreement with someone to manage them because oftentimes they can break or things need to be updated and things like that. So that would be something that we could evaluate. Um, even, I mean, either Dune or, you know, Grafana, if you can look at that and look at, like, um, cost per pool, and you could actually filter for pool on, like, Grafana uh, on a dashboard like that would be nice as well. But I think there's a couple options, um, and I think that's definitely something that, that we should look into and, and identify. Is this something we want to have a bounty for? Is this something that should go through grants as far as, you know, building and developing and maintaining a a dashboard or is that an ongoing thing that should go through governance um, and some of those processes as well. So these are all things that we can kind of discuss once we look at expenses uh, and things along those lines as well. Good stuff. Um, yeah, good discussion on that. Any other questions? Some good stuff happened in the chat too. Yeah. Lancer just asked a good question, which was, is it technically possible to do multiple prizes with different tokens? For example, give out USDC and OP. Um, it is technically possible, but it's the actual prize distribution infrastructure is what has a lot of overhead. It has a ton of overhead, and this is what we're trying to simplify with the prize pool network. And so, yes, it's technically possible. It would be a ton of work, though. So I think uh, just deploying a simple TWAB reward uh like a promotion campaign would be much much easier so um yeah i don't think the roi is quite worth it to give out both usdc and op on optimism i think we're better off just using op as a, a kind of um a prize that you always win with the twab rewards once a month or what have you whatever we decide the campaign length is yeah for sure There was, a question, there was a question earlier about <clears throat> the prize pool network and the status of it. And um, 
yes, there was a certain pause on it throughout this week because uh, a lot of the team was in New York for the Pooley event, which was fantastic. I'm sure you guys have already talked about it. Um, but uh, Pierre has been working hard on it. Uh, he has uh, stayed and continued to work on V5, well, the prize pool network. And um, it's going well. But something that I would like to present soon is uh, a reframing of what we're building so that it's and we're, what we'll do is we'll frame it as a press release. And this is actually inspired from uh, Amazon. This is actually how they like to pitch their products to each other is you make a fake press release that has all the wonderful things about it because it frames it in terms of customer value and um, we'll be able to uh, make it as strong a pitch as possible so that people can read it and understand why would I care about this? Uh, why would I want to use this thing? And it would really uh, illustrate what's going to be so great about it. Um, and of course, we could follow on with the FAQ section, which is answering the deeper technical details or financials or any other questions we might have about it. So um, there's going to be more uh, digestible info coming soon on the network. So stay tuned. Um, okay. Is that cool? Hey, I'm going to go. Yeah, go for it. Hey, Brennan. Brennan's taller than you think, everyone. <laughs> well, not as tall as you, Tim. You tower. Tim the tower over all of us, really. Chris, I think Chris K is taller than me. He's definitely ripped. But, uh, yeah. So, so the, the thing I was, <laughs> the thing I was going to say, uh, is that, um, we're getting some distance on multi-delegator. We're getting more and more verbal commitments. And even when I think a lead has gone cold, they ping us. So Ledger's talking to us again. And um, there were some things with GDPR that we needed to get sorted out, or they needed to with their legal. And so it, it's, it appears that they've sorted that out. But here's the thing, folks. We need more leads. I need more, more people to schmooze with more people to entice, more people to get on the podcast, which I see as a business development tool. So <clears throat> we have a, a, a channel in our community called Downsoul that's pr pretty cold right now. But um, it's basically all of you, it's, it's somewhere, but all of you are involved in other communities. And those are the hottest leads we've got. You're the hottest lead we've got. You're hot. So how can you connect me or how can you bring your leads into the pool together community and, and get, get them to put those stables into pool together and delegate them to their people, to nonprofits, to a lot of different, you know, there's so many different ideas. So um, uh, please DM me, please let's, let's get that downsell thread back up. Um, I don't know if we can post it. I got to go find it and I'll post it here. I, but, but I, I wanna, I wanna be friends with you and your friends. Can we do that? Friends together, in the in the in the pool. Again, I'm done talking. That was my mic drop moment where I just mute. Do I need? To, should I say over <laughs> and out? I, I I think I think we're tracking. I think everyone's mood is a little distracted by the chat right now too.
I agree. Gotta, we are um, we are getting uh, get, getting good. Sorry, we are getting good traction with the with the multi delegator, and definitely want to keep building on that. But sorry, what were you going to say, Brendan? Well, Lancer just asked a question, which is uh, not PT specific, but he's asking about any updates on the or she he she I, I don't know. They are asking any updates on the EIP multi chain governance. So there's an EIP out there for multi chain governance, and really what that's about is um, allowing our DAO, our Ethereum DAO, to control contracts on the different chains that were deployed on. So it's essentially the, the bridging of execution. And there's kind of a patchwork of solutions out there um, provided by either the native bridges or Nomad or uh, multi-chain.xyz. There's a lot of different uh, variants out there. And rather than build a custom bridge per chain, what I'd love for us is to have a standard around these messaging bridges. And so that EIP is now been boiled down into uh, cross-chain execution. And um, what's happened is I've reached out to Nomad, I've reached out to uh, Layer Zero, and soon Abacus Network. And um, what we're working towards is having an interface that is the same across all these different technologies. And that'll help us because now we'll be able to uh, create composable pieces around this uh, the bridge layers, the bridge layers, the transport layers can be swapped out. And so that's that's the kind of state of things is we're slowly still gathering consensus around what to build, but there is interest in it and um, it is moving forward. So, um, and, I, and I did make another contact with a stakeholder this uh, in NYC. So um, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's gonna be great and it'll happen soon. Yeah, no problem. <clears throat> Happy to provide the update. So Brave just asked, they he would like to see the FAQ ahead of the press release. It's released uh, together so that you can see the press release and see what the product is and then follow on with a lot of questions and answering questions, hard hitting questions that people will have. Um, and so the idea being, Brave is that this is not for the public. This is for us because in my talks at the Pooley event, I found that people didn't still didn't have a full understanding of the prize pool network and the benefits that it will offer and the sort of reasons why we're doing it. So this is why reframing it as being customer value will be really valuable so that people can see, oh, okay, this is why we're doing it. This is the top level um, user-driven approach and how the rest of it, the sort of technical implement implementation follows to um, you know support it. So yeah, it, it, this is gonna be an internal document. When I say press release, they presented it as a press release because it's fun and it's a fun way to uh, structure it. And um, it allows you to insert things like a customer testimonial, you know? And uh, yeah, so, so Brave just said, perhaps it's the word press release that's throwing me off. And yes, I know, because press release makes it sound like you're presented this to the public and, and that's, not the, uh, that's not the intention. These are internal documents, but think of it as a little uh, uh, LARPing to uh, get a point across. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think my, my understanding of the way of, the, of this process, Brave, is like, um, <clears throat> it's, like, like it's an internal process that Amazon uses where it's, like, if, you're, if you're pitching a project and you're like, hey, I wanna work on this new project, you start, by essentially mocking up what would the press release look like when this project's done. So like instead of instead of, you start you start with the end in mind. Like hey, if we were if we we're going to write a blog post, 
that said all the benefits of this new thing what would that blog post say um but yeah it's a that's yeah it it, exactly it's like building building the why but the press release language is kind of confusing it's not like we're going to start promoting this all over the place it's more like this is a different way to try to communicate um the the same information but but to the audience the audience being ourselves really (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah exactly Ooh, I will say that that's pretty good. Hot Mike said, "What's the Web three version of that?" Show me the meme. The meme of the project. That's also pretty good. We should do that too. We'll do both. The memes of production. Yes. That is very Web3. That is a whole lot of different ideologies mashed into one. <laughs> All right. Well, good call. Oh, yeah, one POAP. Let's get our, let's get our POAP going. Any or I don't want to cut anyone off. Anyone else had something else? Um, I guess I don't have anything specific and actionable to present, but something I do I do want to highlight just because I'm so excited about it is um, as part of this trip to New York, one of the days um, Dylan, myself, and Kames participated in Dow NYC that was run by Tally. Uh, and Tally, if anyone uh, doesn't know, is a governance aggregator of sorts. They want to make it very easy to participate in different DAOs, of which Pool Together was among the first because they were, uh, um, um, we, we had a compatible system with what they were building for. And, um, and so Tally put on this event, which was intended to highlight just DAOs in general. How do DAOs operate? How can DAOs uh, operate in the future? What are the different DAO tooling that, uh, t- uh, tooling that is available? And um, I had some really great conversations there with people about um, sort of the state of different DAOs. In particular, Maker had a chance to speak with somebody from Maker. They shall remain unnamed, but uh, uh, it was a great conversation and really highlighted um, Rune, who is one of the founders, his recent post, which was trying to, he's trying to restructure Maker because Maker right now is having a very difficult time. They're essentially uh, stuck in that things are progressing so slowly that they are unable to, uh, are having a very difficult time evolving Maker. There's so many different uh, uh, stakeholders and different desires. And so it was really illuminating speaking with this person who um, initially had a hard time with Rune's uh, pitch. And Rune was essentially pitching uh, the idea of having this DAO and then having completely separate sub-DAOs that would be accountable in certain ways to, <coughs> excuse me, to uh, the Maker DAO. And so they could run more independently. I thought that was a really interesting um, approach. And while we might not be quite there yet with as Maker, Maker is probably the oldest DAO in the space, having predated us for a good two years. It is. Um, it was a really interesting uh, um, uh, insight that he was providing into where they're at and where they'd like to go. And then um, the reason I bring up this press release is because I had a great conversation with James from Collabland. Uh, James Young, and um, very excited about what Collabland is working on in terms of integrating Web3 with GitHub and um, Discord and all sorts of Web2 projects. I think they're going to be very relevant to us for uh, the foreseeable future. 
Um, but what I had, I had a great talk with him because he, um, he has been doing a lot of research in DAOs because Collabland is seeking to be this kind of glue that allows these different projects to um, either use NFTs or, or anything, some kind of access mechanisms to uh, allow users to um, get access to like Project GitHub or you know the Project Discord and be admins or what have you. So there's a lot of um, uh, opportunity he sees there. But how he wants to structure Collabland is more of um, more like Amazon. You know, he's he's been pulling his inspiration from the corporate world because there are companies that have figured out decentralization. And that might sound counterintuitive, but what it allows for is startups within the umbrella of a large corporation. Uh, these startups have a lot of autonomy, but uh, also have to be accountable in certain ways to the umbrella company. And this is why he referred me to Working Backwards, which is a new book by... Uh, written by two execs that together worked for a combined 30 years at Amazon during the years when they expanded rapidly uh, between 2000 or 1998, I think, and 2013 or so. And uh, there are a lot of learnings that we can take from there. And so this press release, FAQ, is, is one of them that I think is immediately applicable to us. Um, however, we're already doing some things in some ways. Then I think it's, what's really interesting is... Um, what Amazon highlights or wants to does each week is they've completely banished any PowerPoints. There are no PowerPoints in Amazon. What they do is they have these weekly meetings and any proposal is instead written as a six page piece. And it's six pages because it's about three minutes for a human to read one page. And so it takes 20 minutes to read and they open the meeting by having everyone read this document. And then they go right into critical discourse. And what's interesting to me is we kind of do that already. I think that's something that we are nailing is a lot of this async communication, writing p-tips, really articulating ideas properly. Um, perhaps we need to regulate the length of these posts a little bit more. Um, I know I can get wordy sometimes, but, and we could also definitely have more structured conversations around the posts. Um, I think the conversation does tend to be a little chaotic, even if we do enjoy it being a bit more organic. Um, uh, but uh, it's cool to see that we are kind of doing that already, is articulating our ideas, our ideas properly. Um, because trying to do things through a PowerPoint, there's just much lower information density. It requires a charismatic speaker. It requires, there's too much variance, basically, in, um, in getting complex ideas across that quite often it becomes more inspirational than uh, informational uh, and having the ability to discuss the idea. I, I could speak at a length, um, but I'll, I'll link you guys to um, um, this uh, research paper that they that they were talking about in the book. But needless to say, um, out of DAO NYC and out of these conversations, I feel like I'm getting a lot better idea of how our DAO should be structured, um, how it could be structured uh, for maximum velocity. Um, and uh, and I'm, I'm just excited to start pursuing these ideas because uh, it feels like we've got a great things going on and um, with a bit more organizational uh, um, structure in place, we could move even quicker. So yeah, just want to highlight that. So nothing super actionable at the moment, but um, definitely uh, uh, some ideas are in the pipeline here for us to keep working towards. Good stuff. Um, anyone have questions on that? I guess, I guess more just comment. <laughs>
EC pull-up time. Yeah, pull-up time. Let's do the pull-up. Yeah. Definitely time for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have a pull-up today. So as always, DM DGEN, the bot, with the word GM, or you can use the command slash claim. Uh, we had quite a number of participants today, which is great. So uh, if you have any issues claiming the pop, like any random error or, or problem, feel free to DM me and I will find a way to, to help you. So yeah, that's that's all. Send a DM to DGEN, the bot, with the word GM, and it will answer GM. with the claim link, as always. Awesome. Claiming mine now. Yeah, banana. <laughs> nice one. This is a good one. <laughs> Oops, as always, the master behind the artwork. Um, all right. Well, there's no nothing else. Um, I'm probably gonna hop off. Any Anyone else want to say anything? It looks like still some stuff happened in the chat, but. Mm-hmm. Well, as always, um, thoughts on the harmony situation. Yeah, and Cookie, I mean, I said this at the beginning, like all you men have been on, but it's a just, I do think just, you know, bridges have really proven themselves to not be a viable option um, over the last six months, you know, between the Harmony bridge hack, the Ronin bridge hack, the wormhole bridge hack, over a billion dollars of losses. And um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm really happy. The pool together protocol was never deployed on Harmony because if it was, then people who used it were, would have probably been using that bridge. Um, you know, the protocol does, have some exposure to a bridge because of the avalanche bridge uh, for USDC. Um, so yeah, as Brendan's saying, not all bridges are created equal. I think the avalanche bridge is the only one that sort of is similar to the Harmony one. The like the bridge to the other bridges are not. Um, and um, yeah, I, I think that um, it, it, it's a good. It's definitely a good reminder of of why it's a great time for us to be focusing on like optimism and arbitrum and and uh, rollups uh, that have the that have the ability to bring assets over without needing to rely on like a multi sig bridge like that. So, um, yeah, that that would be my that's my hot take on it. Yeah, I do want to do more deep diving into what, how optimism, like how it actually is right now. Because I know theoretically it's trustless or it can be trustless, but how it actually operates right now.
sequencers are still uh, centrally controlled as far as I'm aware. Um, that's what I know anyway. But even, yeah, but even with, I do think even with centralized control in like an optimism context, it's not as bad because I think, I think it's still different than, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like they're all locked in a, in like a bridge. No, you can still recover your funds and stuff. Uh, it's just obviously you're relying on the, the sequencing of uh, optimism itself, so. I mean, optimism is fine. Like, I, I'm fine using optimism. I've got uh, some funds over there. So, and yeah, like Brendan says, they're they're inheriting the uh, the security of Ethereum itself. So, as long as the technology that's running the sequencers is is solid, which it is, uh, everything should be fine. Yeah. It's worth looking into more. Well, I hope everyone has a good weekend. Thanks again to everybody who was here in New York. Um, and we missed the people who weren't. And uh, yeah, feel free to keep talking and keep chatting. But um, I need to hop off here for, uh, for 4 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a nap after that. All right, see you guys. See you. Anniversary, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Happy anniversary. Great call. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining. Thanks for talking. Good hearing you all. Bye-bye. Great weekend. Bye-bye, everybody.